It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. One last time, relax, watch a game with me. One last time, let's take a break from tanking. Then we'll teach them how to say goodbye, to say goodbye, you and I. I want to talk about what I have learned. The hard-won game winners Fournier's earned. The fans will see Evan and AG one last time. And if we get this right, we're going to teach them how to say goodbye, say goodbye, you and I. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic today. This March 25th, 2021 trade deadline day. My name is Phil Frostenreich, the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I'm the host of Locked On Magic, obviously. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. I promise you I will not subject you to my singing any longer than that. Um, I, was, I was inspired. I was inspired by the day um, to sing, to, to take a riff of my favorite song from Hamilton. Uh, so that's what we led the show with. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about what... Uh, Wednesday's win over the Phoenix Suns means we'll obviously recap the game itself and talk a little bit about the emotions of what is going to be a very tough but necessary day for the Orlando Magic here on Thursday as it is trade deadline day. But before we do any of that, I do remind you to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Phoenix Suns? Check out our pals at Locked On Suns. Want to look ahead to Friday's game against Portland Trailblazers? Check out Locked On Blazers. Want to figure out what's going on around the league on the trade front? Our pals at Locked On Celtics, Locked On Wolves, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Everything. Have you covered? Plus, all day Thursday, Locked On NBA is doing a live show covering every deal in the book. That will include me. I am going to be on the Lockdown shows talking about the Magic and their position as we get closer and closer to the deadline. So there'll be a lot, a lot, a lot to get to. And no, I will not be singing again. I promise you I will not sing again. It was just, just a one-time thing. I'm not Chris Jackson. So I tried, I tried, I tried. I don't like gimmick stuff. When I do a gimmick, I lean all the way into it. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. This episode is also brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me today, Thursday, March 25th, at 6 p.m. Press conference pending. Join me today at 6 p.m. to get in on the action and talk all about the Orlando Magic's trade deadline, what they did, what they didn't do, what it all means, and what happens next. Come hang out with us. I will share my favorite Broadway songs. I've been really into the Beetlejuice musical. It is better than you think. 
It's actually a really good play. Um, uh, I, 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 I will share my favorite Broadway plays if you ask me. I'll share whatever you want to share. We'll talk about Magic Basketball and everything in between. Today at 6 p.m. on the Locker Room app, changing the way we talk sports. Before we get into the sentimental stuff, and there's plenty of sentimental stuff to get into that I want to make sure we hit we hit hard and, 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 and acknowledge and recognize because, you know, there's a lot of debate and a lot of things going on, but I really do feel like Wednesday and Thursday should be about celebrating, you know, we expect Devin Forney and Aaron Gordon to be traded on Thursday. Um, that's that's just the bottom line. And I want this game against the Phoenix Suns, and I want Thursday, the trade deadline, to be a celebration of what these guys did for this team for seven years. And I know it may not be much, um, but let's... Throw out the negativity, you know, the, the, the Magic are going to make the move that a lot of people want them to make. And we'll break down what those moves are on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, and as well as on the locker room chat that we're having at 6 p.m. But this game should go down as a celebration of these players, of the way they fought for the name on the front of the jersey um, and and represented this city and represented this organization, represented this franchise with the utmost class. They, they may not have been the best players. You know, I, 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 I think Nikola Vucevic is very clearly a top six player in Orlando Magic history at minimum. Evan Fournier is probably going to go down in the top 15, top 20. I haven't done my whole list on that yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if we could make that claim. Aaron Gordon probably in the same boat. We're not talking about you know, all-time greats, but we are talking about guys who are Orlando Magic Hall of Famers, guys who've defined an era of Magic Basketball. And yes, that is not the strongest era of Magic Basketball. There's still a, a, a pair of players who are worth celebrating. And yes, we're going to miss. And, and, you know, we'll miss them, miss them and wish them the best in the rest of their careers. And when their careers are over, I expect to welcome them back home with open arms. I want to get to those points coming up in a bit. But... Let's start with the Magic's game. A 112-111 victory over the Phoenix Suns. A shocking victory that just showed the amount of focus and intensity that this team can still deliver and still bring to a game and put themselves in a position to beat even the very best teams in the league. Two of their last, you know, their last two wins are over the Brooklyn Nets and the Phoenix Suns, the two second-place teams in each conference. The Magic have tripled they're, uh, I guess, double, tripled, yeah. They've tripled their wins over teams with winning records in the last week. Um, the disappointment of the season is that, that we know the Magic can play this way, and they don't play it every time. And this game wasn't a perfect thing by any stretch of the imagination. This thing wasn't um, a 48-minute perfect effort. Orlando came out sluggish. Um, not as sluggish as they did Tuesday against Denver, but they gave up a double-digit lead very early. They were struggling to track play, track players defensively. They were turning the ball over a little bit. They were making mistakes, relying too much on their three-pointer. I thought that was just a really funny thing is that, you know, the Magic, when they're successful, make a ton of threes, and this is not a three-point shooting team. They need to find a second way to score, and it just took the Magic a while to find it. Their bench provided a huge boost with Chuma Okiki uh, having a career night. 
Uh, and Orlando got back into the game by halftime. But at start of third quarter, Phoenix re-spread the lead. Got it back out to nine points. But this has been the key for Steve Clifford's teams here in Orlando. They fight. They don't give up on leads. They keep grinding. They keep finding ways to get back. And eventually, when they limit their mistakes, they become very difficult to beat. And I do think that the credit for that culture and for that attitude starts with the Magic's three best players, Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, and Evan Fournier, and their determination to win. I know, I mean, apparently, I didn't see a lot of this. There were a lot of fans upset that the Magic won this game. There's certainly a lot of fans upset that Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon played and risked, you know, injury ahead of the trade deadline, which, you know, okay, fair fair argument. I'm not going to argue that point. Um, uh, I, Magic philosophically just don't believe in doing that. They wanted to play their guys, um, and, and I'm not going to fault them for it. Um, but... This was a game, but but the Magic just continued to show that this group wants to win, um, that they're determined to win. And while you know maybe the focus has waned at points lately, especially maybe um, the intensity has waned uh, and, and not been consistent. Perhaps even um, maybe we can argue that um, argue that that the frustration has really grown on this team. And it's it's just, it's evident. It's been evident for weeks how frustrated this group is because they know they can play better. They're trying desperately to play better and they, they just don't have enough. And now that the end is in sight, it seems, you know, certainly it would not have been surprising if effort waned with it. If, you know, kind of that, that focus of intensity that, that this team needs to succeed because they, they're not a team that can get away with a lot. Um that it would not be surprising if that had kind of began to subside. But the Magic kept fighting, and they put together a masterful fourth quarter, holding Phoenix to just 20 points and erasing uh, that, racing that deficit one last time. They took the lead on a Nikola Vucevic three-pointer as he got himself going after a difficult first quarter. Uh, and eventually the Magic just were able to get neck and neck, and it became about a game, game of execution. Orlando did lose a five-point lead late in the game, and Phoenix took a one-point lead. And Orlando came up with the big play. After last week against the New York Knicks, where Evan Fournier turned the ball over trying to get the ball back to Nikola Vucevic, he made sure he did not make that same mistake again. He got all the way to the basket, finished a layup with 10 seconds left that delivered the Magic a 1-12-1-11 lead, a lead they would maintain with a big defensive stop. A big defensive stop with Nikola Vucevic blocking Devin Booker um, at, while he was under the rim and preventing the Suns from getting another chance. The Phoenix Suns are playing exceptionally good basketball. They played well in this game. They missed some shots, which happened as well in the Brooklyn Nets game. The Magic's defense deserves a lot of credit for that. They were scrambling well. Um, they, they were precise. They executed their game plan exceptionally well. Um, you know, uh, some quibbles on my part on on some of the game plan issues, but can't argue with the results. The Orlando Magic celebrated, celebrated their win, 112-111, a win that was so desperately needed for this team. And yes, it, it, it may not matter much for the big picture. This game isn't going to change what the Magic are going to do at the trade deadline. A lot of people were asking, like, oh, they're, they're clearly trying to showcase these players. Honestly, at this point, 
Everyone knows who these players are. One game wasn't going to swing things one way or the other. And maybe that's an argument for Magic not playing the guys that they're planning to trade. It's not written in stone that they're going to trade him. I mean, I, I'm going to go through all the sentimentality, but Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon could still be on the Orlando Magic by Thursday night, by Friday morning. They could, they're still talking like they're going to play Friday against Portland Trailblazers. And that's, that's all they can do at this point. Control what you can control. But in all likelihood, this was the last game at home in a Magic uniform for Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon. And it's been a rocky ride at times but one that has made these guys magic lifers and, and players that we should always welcome and accept as one of our own. We're going to talk more about that and what their time in Orlando has meant um, and, and just a little bit more about what it means to be here for so long and to put your roots down and, and now to see those roots kind of pulled up, for lack of a better term. We'll talk about all that coming up here in just a moment, as well as go through the final box score. But first, have you guys heard about Sport Trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. This is amazing. Sport Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood, sort of. I, you know, I don't know. For fantasy sports, their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your sports on your sports knowledge. Making money with sports trade is simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes. Two, good old supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value. When ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock in a rookie while huge upside or, with huge upside or grab that blue chip bet. That's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then watch your player battle, players battle, and your portfolio rise. Simply go to sporttrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. If you sign up today at sporttrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in the game at sporttrade.com. If you like more traditional gambling, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter, Bukow- Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Let's run through the final box score for you real fast as the Orlando Magic defeat the Phoenix Suns 112-111. to They're led in scoring by none other than Nikola Vucevic. 27 points, 11 for 19 shooting, 3 for 5 from beyond the arc, 14 rebounds, 4 assists. 
This is not an easy game for Nikola Vucevic. It sounds like it was an easy game. It was 27 points. He scored 17 of his 27 in the second half. Um, I'm going to go look up his fourth quarter numbers because they were very good too. In the fourth quarter, he scored seven of those 17 in the second half um, in in the fourth quarter. Um, Vucevic joked after the game on the Fox Sports Florida broadcast that, you know, he had a conversation with the basketball, um, you know, squared some things out and started hitting shots. Um, it's, it's actually been a thing. Nikola Vucevic has been struggling a little bit from the field. This is his first real dip of the season. He's still averaging around 20 points per game, but shooting has definitely tailed off, and his three-point shooting especially has tailed off, and that you know was three for five today in, in this game, so he was certainly a lot better. Um, Vucevic had missed some of those hook shots that he was very good at too. So just a general lot of rushing. You know, He's been dealing with a lot of double teams that um, are still very new to him and, 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 and a lot of different defenses, and it's tough to sustain. Um, you know, Again, the best players do. But everyone has a bit of a dip. Everyone has a bit of a, a, a cold snap. Um, Vucevic was coming out of this, you know, really came out of this cold snap in this game. And again, that was the, a huge difference. Having Vucevic playing at an all-star level in the second half gave the Magic a chance to win. Um, and, and again, so good to see him come out of that. The Magic are need him to continue to play that way, obviously. Um, especially if the things happen that we think are going to happen. Um, but he made some really good strides. Um, and I think there's a lot to be pleased about with Nikola Vucevic. And, if, and again, just to see that Vucevic come back out, it's the reason why they won the game. Evan Fournier, 21 points, 8 for 16, shooting 4 for 9 from beyond the arc. Um, again, like Vucevic, struggled a little bit at the beginning of the game. you know, But he was he was really the guy that was pacing the team offensively throughout the course of the game. Um, again, maybe settled a little bit too much for a three-pointer, but I, I, yeah, honestly, I'm not going to complain that much. He made the shots when they when they counted. Um, you know, Evan Fournier has been a clutch player for the Orlando Magic for much of his tenure here. Um, I know he gets a lot of heat for some of his decision making, and some of it's fair. Um, again, uh, the big issue for the Magic has always been they've miscast players. They've asked players to do more than they're capable of doing, and so Fournier stepped up, stepped up in a big way in this game, and, and made a, a huge impact and a huge step forward for this team. Um, Again, obviously the big shot at the end, but it was all the little shots in between. It was making the, the timely three-pointers that he made, four for nine from beyond the arc. Um, Fournier had a very, very good game. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's anything to complain about with him on that end. Aaron Gordon, kind of an invisible game, I have to say. Um, you know, a little disappointed about that. 13 points, seven rebounds, three assists, five for 15 shooting, 0 for five from beyond the arc, which makes him five for 10 from inside the arc. Um, you know, his defense was fine. Um, I... I didn't particularly notice Gordon doing a whole lot this game. Um, he had that nice block. He had a block in the fourth quarter that sparked a fast break that got Evan Fournier three. That was a huge play. And so he made huge plays throughout the course of the game, um, and especially late in the game. Um, but again, a little bit too much sometimes of him forcing his shot. Um, the three-pointer wasn't going down for him this game, which he's been very good at this year, so I don't think we should hold that completely against him. Um, but... Overall, you know, honestly, just I felt like this was an invisible game for Aaron, which, you know, again, I, I think is unfortunate if this was indeed his last game in a Magic uniform. The big surprise, the big boost for the Orlando Magic, every player off the bench had a positive plus-minus except for Chasen Randall, who played only 254 in the fourth quarter. Chuma Okiki leading the way with 17 points, perfect 6-for-6 six six shooting, 4-for-4 four four from beyond there. I can be three three-pointers in, in the first half. Um, Okiki had a great game. Um, again, he's not really on the ball much. He's not generating a lot of offense. or plays are not run for him. 
but he made his spot-up shots like Vucevic. He'd been in a little bit of a slump, you know, what you expect from rookies. Rookies go up and down. Um, and, and you could just kind of see the confidence building off of him when the ball swung to him. Um, he's got to be comfortable taking those shots. That's the first kind of building block for his game. Uh, and then the rest of it will come. Defensively, I thought he did some really good things too, but uh, and, and he earned his chance to close the game, but he did get a late pull for sinking into the paint too, too deep um, and giving up an open three to Jay Crowder, which did actually tie the game late in the fourth quarter. Um, so Kiki got the quick hook from Alfred Camino, who played good defense, um, six points, 10 rebounds, so another solid game for Alfred Camino. Um, three for eight, missed some shots around the rim, just ease. He's not the same Al Farouk Aminu. Um, you know, again, the jumper is inconsistent. You expect that, but he's got to make shots around the basket when he gets them. Um, but his defense is still solid, and, and so, you know, you're you're getting essentially what you're advertised with Al Farouk Aminu. Dwayne Bacon, the only other uh, big-time scorer off the bench, 11 points, 4 for 7 shooting, plus 21 in the game. Um, Bacon was really good at attacking the basket, getting to the lane. Uh, you know, we kind of see this hot and cold with Dwayne Bacon where he's either completely on or he's completely off. Um, and when he's, complete, when he's completely on, you know, he's able to get downhill. He's able to get to the basket, able to finish tough shots around the basket, which, again, is something the Magic don't have. They, I mean, say what you want about Dwayne Bacon. Um, I don't think that he should be relied upon as much as the Magic are relying upon him. He has delivered for the Magic every way they could have asked for him. So, again, I, I think that that has turned into a very good signing. Um, you know, they needed him too much, but Bacon, another solid game. Orlando shoots 46.7% from the floor, 13 for 37 from beyond the arc, 15 for 19 from the foul line. They only commit 11 turnovers. Pretty solid number there. The Phoenix Suns shoot 44.4% from the floor, 11 for 33 from beyond the arc. They do get 20 for 22 free throws. They do get 10 offensive rebounds too. But the Suns just not able to consistently get good push. Um, Devin Booker, 25 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Um, did a lot of damage early on in the game and then got quiet after he got in foul trouble. Um, so the Magic kind of took him out of rhythm and out of the game. Um, you know, he missed some big shots late. Jay Crowder had 17 on 4 for 6 shooting from beyond the arc. DeAndre Ayton, 21 points, 9 rebounds. Chris Paul, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. This is a very good Suns team. They did not play especially poor. Their bench kind of let them down. They didn't get a lot coming off their bench. Uh, didn't get a lot of support for their starters, and the Magic's defense was able to lock down in the fourth quarter when it was a close game and get the win. The Suns are probably going to be a little bit disappointed they didn't pull this one out. They had control over the game for much of it, but the Magic kept fighting. It's all you can ask for with the team in the Magic's position. The Orlando Magic defeat the Phoenix Suns 112-111. to Talk about what very well might be the last day of this era of Magic basketball coming up in just a moment. But here in Central Florida, to get around, you need your car. It's just the fact of life. There's I-4, which is a pain, but you're not getting anywhere without your baby, without your car. And if you're someone who takes care of your car yourself, you need to check out rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Be sure also go check out builtbar.com. 
Built Bar, we've been telling you about it for so long. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's got it's the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is best. Which bar, which flavor is the best Built Bar? It's, it's, it's really, really, really exciting. I actually had a couple of them today. Today's matchup in Built, or yesterday's matchup in Built Bar Madness was a good one. A really good one, in fact. Between, uh, I was actually, I'm pulling up the brackets now. Let me let me make sure I get the correct matchup here. Yesterday's, mat, yesterday's matchup for a spot in the Flavorful Four was Cookies and Cream versus Coconut Almond. Cookies and Cream won. I actually had a Cookies and Cream Built Bar today. Uh, today. It was delicious. The next matchup in the Enticing Eight, Cookie Dough Chunk versus Birthday Cake. I've actually not had either of those flavors, and I want them now. Well, if you want Built Bar, you got to go check out BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to Twitter at Bar underscore Built to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. At the top of the show, I did a little ditty. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. Um, from uh, uh, Riffing off of a song from, from the play Hamilton. Uh, which, if you haven't seen, you should see. It's very, very good. It's a fun, fun little play, um, fun little international phenomenon. It's it's on Disney Plus if you want to watch it um, with the original cast. Um, it is it's a song one last time. It is a song of kind of celebration, a song to put away the arguments of the day and take a step back and reflect on things. Um, in, in the course of the play, it comes in the second act, um, about the midpoint of the second act, um, where George Washington is making the decision to step away from office, um, becoming, in history, one of the very first, and certainly in, in modern history, one of the very first leaders to voluntarily give up power and setting the precedent that is followed to this day and, and enshrined in our Constitution now. Um, of holding the executive branch, the executive leader, the president of the United States to just two terms. That was the example that George Washington set. And, and the song is George Washington trying to convince Alexander Hamilton that this is a good idea. That this ability to move on, to celebrate one's accomplishments, reflect on what they mean, and look ahead to the future is necessary for the survival of this young republic of the United States of America back 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 then. Um, and 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 it's it is my favorite song in the entire play. Um, I find it I, I I find George you know George Washington to be just such a fascinating leader and character in in world history. And, and obviously you know I, I know there are plenty of stories that um, tell a little bit more of a complex picture of the real man, but. The myth-making of how this country was founded, which, again, plenty to argue and debate about, as there is plenty of debate within the course of the play Hamilton. 
Um, this decision is such a fundamental decision um, in this nation's history. And I, I mean, I don't need to sit here and give you a history lesson. Um, but the song is really beautiful to me. Um, and it ends with Chris Jackson, who plays George Washington uh, in the original cast, reciting George Washington's farewell speech. Um, and, and, and the lyricism of it is absolutely beautiful. It is, again, this is my favorite song in a play that is full of bangers, of, of great songs. Um, and, you know, I, I, I thought about this song a lot over the last few days. Um, you know, I, I decided to use it as my post-game takeaway um, because it really depicts the emotion of what, what I'm feeling, at least, um, heading into this trade deadline. Um, and, and, and the thought that, yes, these players, you know, Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier most specifically, may have played their last game with the Orlando Magic. Now, I've sat here on this podcast over the last five years um, and broken down why it's a good decision to trade these players and, 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 to, tra- and to, to, to speak and discuss about what the team has to do for its benefit. We've talked about the inevitability of trading Aaron Gordon. We've talked about, frankly, the inevitability of trading Evan Fournier and how it's going to be difficult to retain him and, and, and their short, their, both their shortcomings and their successes as a player. I am not disagreeing that this is the wrong move that trading Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier at this year's trade deadline is the wrong move. I think it's the absolute right move. Um, But that doesn't change the emotion of it. I have been covering this team now as a member of the media. Um, You know, I I started blogging about the team in 2010. Uh, I've been attending games uh, since 2012 as a member of the media. I've been attending Magic games for far longer than that. Um, I'm a lifelong Magic fan. But I've been attending games uh, in the media since 2012. And so I, I really, you know, my, the first NBA locker rooms that I was in, you know, was not, Nikola Vucevic was not there yet. I was there for the last year of the Dwight Mayor. But these guys, Evan Forty, Nikola Vucevic, and Aaron Gordon specifically, have been part of my life, part of my working and professional life for a very, very long time. I won't pretend to know these guys personally. Um, it is, you know, the reporter relationship can be a little bit, um, it, it's a little too transactional for my taste. Um, but I've been around these guys. I've joked with these. I've, jo- I've joked with these guys on occasion. Um, you know, I've, 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 I've disputed Nikola Vucevic's take on the Last Jedi plenty of times. Um, they're good guys. They're good guys, and I've watched them grow both, both on the court and to some extent off it. Um, here in Orlando, they have done nothing but represent this franchise and this city the best way they can. They've been nothing but model citizens in our community. They've done nothing but try their best to make this community proud. And so, you know, I, I sing one last time because the way in the play one last time opens. The way that song opens is George Washington calls Alexander Hamilton into his office and informs him that Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton's chief political rival, has resigned. And Hamilton's first instinct 
is to say we can finally attack him. He's no longer part of the cabinet. He's no longer part of this organization. We can begin to dismantle him and discredit his ideas. And, and you know, we see a lot of that stuff happen on Twitter and, 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 and the debates that we have over the course of a season, over the course of a career, over the course of a rebuild. There are, like in politics, there are fair arguments on both sides. I'm not going to pretend to have all the answers. I, I am forceful with my opinions and, 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 and how I feel about things, but I, I try not to outright dismiss how other people are feeling. You know, I don't believe in tanking. But I understand the logic of it. And I don't think you're wrong to have that opinion. Um, we have two ways. And, and, you know, again, my approach has always been, like, you know, I, I'm, I can't make decisions. I'm only going to analyze what I think the front office is thinking. And that's all that really matters. Um, you know, we, we can argue about whether they should be doing something or not. And, and you know, again, I, I tend to believe that, I tend to defer to them. And I admit that I defer to them because they have more information than I do at, at, at a certain point. Um, so I, I'm more reactive and proactive on, on, those, on those things. But it, it, in the song, kind of back to this analogy that I'm trying to draw. In the song is Hamilton is trying to use this new bit of information to his advantage Washington drops a bombshell. I'm not running for president. And takes him aback. But Washington says, one last time, have a drink with me one last time. And if we get this right, we're going to teach him how to say goodbye. Hamilton, the play, is, is really a play about legacy. Um, it's about the founding of America, of course, but it, it's about what you leave behind for future generations, what impact you make on with your time on Earth for future generations. And, and Hamilton is a character, at least as he's portrayed in the play, is obsessed with this. He's obsessed with trying to leave his name in history as someone who is, again, born, you know, a bastard, an orphan, son of a whore, a Scotsman dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean, impoverished by providence and squalor, grew up to be a hero and a scholar. I promise I wouldn't sing. <laughs> the character in the play is obsessed with overcoming these humble beginnings and, and leaving the world better than he found it and, and having his name etched in history. We're obviously not talking about things as big as that. Talking about a basketball team and in a, in a city like Orlando. And, and you know, I, I don't know if Aaron Gordon, Evan Forney, Nikola Vujic are obsessed with their legacy in the same way. But when you're in a place for as long as they've been, when you've been the defining people of this franchise, you do leave a legacy. You do leave an imprint. You see it in the Magic's record books where, you know, Nikola Vucevic is now third in all-time scoring where um, Evan Fournier passed Penny Hardaway for eighth on the all-time scoring list the other day where Aaron Gordon, you know, became the people's champion. In 10 years, however long, when these guys retire, their images are going to be in the Amway Center forever. 
they will dot the Orlando Magic history area of the Amway Center. And frankly, all three of these players will one day be in the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame. Nikola Vucevic has already established himself as a top five, top six player in Magic history, like I said. I think Evan Forney and Aaron Gordon have a case to be in the top 20. I haven't sat down and thought about a top 20 list in a while, and maybe that's a project we do in the summer once again. So maybe it's time to update that list. But their longevity with the team means much more than that. Their longevity with the team means they have put roots down in this community. This will always be home. Orlando will always be their place. And they will always be welcome here. This is the place where they grew up, where they became men, where Nikola Vucevic met, where Nikola Vucevic got married and had his kids, where Evan Fournier got married and had his kids. This is where they grew professionally and personally in ways that we can't possibly imagine. And it's hard to see that break up. On the Woj and Lowe special on Wednesday, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that Aaron Gordon was having some second thoughts about his trade request. The cynic would say, well, that's because the Minnesota Timberwolves and Houston Rockets became favorites to acquire him in a trade, and he doesn't want to play for a team with a losing record. He wants to continue to compete and play for winning teams. And there might be some truth to that. But just like when Dwight Howard reneged on his trade request after being with the guys on that last plane trip from San Antonio back to Orlando, it's hard to say goodbye to a place. It's hard to say goodbye to people who have had such a big impact on your life. It's hard to leave home. And to be sure, this is home for Nikola Vucevic, for Evan Fournier, for Aaron Gordon. And no matter what happens Thursday, no matter whether all are traded, none are traded, no matter if Wednesday was truly the last game for this trio, this will always be home. Wednesday night's game is not about the future. It's not even about the past and some of the struggles that this group has had and admittedly had. There are struggles to help this franchise break free and move up and up the standings and out of this perpetual rebuild they seem to be in. It's about the now. It's about a celebration. A celebration of what they've done. Of who they are what they've meant to the city, and what they've given to this city. Their sweat, their blood, their tears, and most importantly, their heart. Whether you like these players or not, whether you think that the Magic should have broken this group up long ago, and perhaps they should have, at this critical turning point in the franchise's history, where this group is set to break up. Just take a moment, take a step back and appreciate what they've done and what they've meant and what they've given to this city. 
They've given a lot to this city. They've given a lot to this franchise. It may not be everything we wanted, but those three have left it all on the floor, on that Amway Center floor. Left a lot of memories. And again, they left a lot of heart. And when they are traded, they will be missed. And when they retire, we will be happy to welcome them back. Tell their stories and enjoy them one last time. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can always follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr_omd, And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Don't forget, we'll be on the Locker Room app at 6 o'clock on Thursday, March 25th, to recap the trade deadline, what the Magic did, what the Magic didn't do. We'll have some Orlando Magic Daily contributors. They've said they've wanted to come on and chat. We'll have them on. So I'll answer all your questions, have some lively debate, and a whole lot more. Uh, I did the Locker Room app last week for the NCAA tournament. Had a lot of fun with it. It was more impromptu, so I didn't know really know what to expect. Um, I had a lot of fun using it. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm hopefully planned a little bit more ahead this time. So check it out. 6 o'clock on Thursday. Very, 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 very excited to talk some Magic basketball with you, Aaron. I look forward to being there with you. We'll have a link. I'll send a link out on both the Orlando Magic Daily Twitter account at OmagicDaily as well as on my personal Twitter account at PhilipRR underscore MD. So follow both. Um, and I promise I will not be singing anytime soon. Um, you know, our thought of the day though, you know, you have no control who lives or dies, who tells your story. Um, yeah, I, I'm a little bit of a Hamilton freak. I'm sorry. Um, but until next time, until Thursday at 6 o'clock, the NBA trade deadline is at 3 o'clock. So we'll de- definitely follow Orlando Magic Daily at Magic Daily for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Until Thursday at 6, this has been Philip Ross and Mike of Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. We'll t- see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.